Hi, and welcome back to Doing the Most with Macy Blackwell. I am fully aware that I have taken so many months off of podcasting, and I've really just kind of dropped the ball on it, so I do apologize. Um, And we'll get into all the reasons here within this episode, because it's totally fitting. Um, But just know that in January, I'm planning on getting more regular with my podcast episodes and getting some kind of a routine and a schedule down just after the holidays have passed, and we're kind of you know, starting the new year, new year, new podcast season. If you follow me on Instagram at Macy Blackwell, a couple weeks ago, I was talking on stories about the season of no, and how I was going to be saying no to more things this holiday season. And a lot of you were like, Hey, this should be a podcast. I'm like, you know, I think it should. So here we are. And today I just hope, uh, some of these tips or just advice or just outlook will um, help you in some way navigate through your holiday season with less stress and more free time that you can spend doing whatever you want with who you want. I think this whole episode could really apply to anything that you have going on in your life where you just feel like you're kind of out of control and it's getting chaotic Um, So this could be like extra projects at work, it could be family things, it could be just obligations around the holidays, and I feel like I have so much experience with this myself. It's awful because I love Christmas, like, and it's different when you're a kid and then when you're an adult, because when you're a kid, you're on like the receiving end of the magic, it's like your parents are doing all of these things, like working behind the scenes to make sure you have like this magical Christmas. And then when you're an adult and you grow up and you realize how much is really just put on you and it's up to you, like you are in charge of making the magic for your own family. And then all these other, you know, random family obligations or work obligations are also piled on top of you. And you're like, this isn't the same Christmas I remember. So I'm going to back up for a minute and just kind of explain some of the reasons why I haven't been podcasting and just some things have kind of fallen through the cracks. Um, So I think it was probably sometime in September, um, just some of my videos on TikTok and Reels had went crazy viral, which I'm so thankful and I didn't expect it at all. Um, But with that has came a lot of new people and also this has been a busy time with for for like brands and doing collaborations and stuff and i was so happy you know to be finally like some i felt like some of my content was getting seen and that was so exciting but also i was getting uh like lots of influx of emails and just messages and stuff like that and i just felt like i couldn't keep up with everything and when you have a video like you know on tiktok or something that kind of blows up, you don't really have time to like adjust and hire people. And like you can't all that doesn't happen overnight. So at the end of the day, I'm kind of like a one woman show over here. Uh, My husband does help when he can. Um, He works two jobs. So when he gets home, he is the best and so helpful. But a lot of the times it's just me. And just some things had to be put on the back burner during that time. And unfortunately, the podcast was one of them which I did love coming on here and talking, but I am going to get back to it. I'm just going to like, starting in January, I'm just going to like reprioritize things, hopefully get some help on, I don't know, like everything. <laughs> I just need help on everything. Um, but yeah, so it has been pretty crazy. And 
I think my month of October was absolutely insane. And that's changed my, changed my whole outlook moving forward into the holiday season based off of what happened in October. So October was great. It was amazing. Like I had set goals for myself and we had almost doubled them. Like, and I was just blown away. So happy. Like that's all fun. But I realized I was also saying yes to everybody and everything. And at the time, my whole mindset was like, you know, work hard, like keep pushing yourself, like you can do better, you can work harder, you know, you can fit more in. And I wasn't just saying like, yes, to just, I mean, the stuff I was saying yes to was stuff I really did want to do, you know, like it was collaborations with brands that I was so excited to work with, you know, and it was activities. And like, we went to Disneyland, which was amazing. And uh, we did all of the, you mean, you saw all the crazy Halloween decorations and treats and activities we did uh, with our family and kids. And we went, um, I don't remember. We went, uh, we we just, I felt like we were running around. So it was, October was great, but also it kind of made me realize that I was going insane because I like quadrupled the amount of work I was doing, but then with no extra support, no extra help. Like it was just me. And I realized a lot of things were not falling apart, but like my mental health was just, I I could just, I was like, I'm not even happy. I remember like telling Corey, like in bed one night, I was like, I didn't even get to watch Charlie Brown, Halloween, Great Pumpkin or whatever. And like, he was just like, what? But I mean, for me, it's the little things in the holidays. Like I love the holidays. And when, when it starts feeling like work and when it starts feeling like overwhelming and you feel like you're just doing things for other people the whole time it's it takes all the fun out of it and that's how I felt like there were things on my fall bucket list that I wanted to do I really wanted to have more like downtime with the kids I there were more there were still Halloween movies I didn't get to watch um because I was you know just trying to fit as much as I could into my calendar and get as much done as I could and then but, you know, I pushed myself to my breaking point, and now I know where that is, and that's, so that's good. Like, it was a learning experience. So, basically, I had said, like, once we went to Disneyland, like, right before Halloween, I had, like, told my mom and Corey, I was like, you know, until I have more help on, you know, this back end or just day-to-day help, I'm taking on less, less collaborations, I'm doing less. Like, just overall, I'm gonna do less, because that's why I started all of this. Like the reason I started all of this was like to have fun with it, to like share my, you know, every day and, um, just all the holiday magic. And if I'm not feeling the holiday magic myself, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna come across on social media, you know, like I don't like, so I wanted to get back to that place where I had a little bit more downtime and I wanted to feel magical about it, like for myself all over again. So it's been so nice. Um, I basically kind of like wrapped up whatever brand deals I had in October and then moving forward, it's just like, it's going to be mostly no (laughs) from here on out for that. Like there, there'll be a select few things that I'm like, you know, this is a great fit. I really want to do this. This project makes me excited and that's what I'm going to do. And everything else, it's going to be a no. And, um, that's hard sometimes because there's, I want to do a bunch of things, like a bunch of things seem fun And I want to say yes to a lot of things, but at some point 
we've got to draw that line and know where we've got to cut down on things. All right. So moving forward into holiday season, I told myself, I like promised myself that I was going to prioritize the things of the holiday season that truly bring me joy and that I feel like are important, which to me, my like the most fun I have is when I'm with like the girls and or just Corey and we're just having slow paced nights. Like the other night I like had made uh, queso chili, which is was a 10 out of 10 amazing recipe. But I stayed in my sweatpants, made my queso chili and we watched the holiday just like sitting in front of the fire and the Christmas tree. And like those are my favorite, most magical, you know, evenings of the whole season. It's like I really love that downtime of just relaxing and just enjoying the Christmas lights that, you know, we spend hours, days and weeks putting up. Um, It's like that's what I just want to do more of that, you know, in December and just make time for downtime. Okay, so that's kind of where I've been. So let's like jump into this episode with um, basically like why we're saying yes to a bunch of things. Because I think it's important to kind of know like the psychology behind it and like really just like break down our feelings with it. So why do we say yes to everything, especially things we don't want to do or Maybe we do want to do, but we feel like already overwhelmed, like we can't fit in one more thing. And I think it's important for all of us to remember that we don't have to do most of these things. Like you don't have to do it. You feel like you have to do it, but it's because we are putting this obligation on ourselves. We're putting this pressure on ourselves. Most of the time it's because we're afraid of a reaction Or we're afraid of hurting someone's feelings or making someone else upset. Um, So there was like this graphic on Facebook and it was like this circle. (laughs) I don't know who posted it, but I liked it. And I always think of that now. Um, So there was like this little circle and it says things I control. And it was like my own thoughts, my own actions, my own words. And it was like things I can't control. Other people's thoughts, other people's actions, other people's words. And I think you really have to focus on what you can control. So you, at the end of the day, you are, you know, in charge of your own decisions. You are in charge of your life. Sometimes you don't feel like you are. Um, but ultimately you are like, you do have those choices. So I think we need to kind of put that, you know, into perspective and open up possibilities that we could say no. you know, like, I think we have to realize, okay, the the main thing I'm worried about is what other people are going to say. Or how other people are going to respond. You know, it's not really like I have to. And I think the thing is, we always want to do the, we always want to do the right thing. So if, if you know that your choice with something is you have good intentions, you know, you think it's the right thing to do. Like you feel it in your gut that that's like the right choice. Then you have to just go with that and you cannot worry about other people's reactions and what they think. Because at the end of the day, if someone's choosing to be mad at you, hate you, whatever it is, talk bad about you, that's on them. You got to let that go. Like if you feel like you're, you know, doing the right thing for you and your family, what other people are going to think, say and feel that is on them. If they want to be mad, then they're going to have to live with that. And they're going to, you know, that's going to eat away at them, but you don't want that to eat away at you. So you've just got to do what you need to do, what you want to do, 
and you've got to let what other people, the other people's reactions, you just got to let that go and let that be. So when speaking about like family holiday drama, I've got so many personal stories. Um, and I used to kind of like be embarrassed of, of this for some reason, but you know, anymore, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed because it's relatable and I think it's good to share these things because we all realize that we're kind of all in the same boat. So I think as most of you know, um, I got pregnant when I was like 19. I was just like a freshman in college. So, you know, I didn't really have a real job. I was like busing tables at a steakhouse. Um, so I got married to my husband and, um, right away. And I was just a stay at home mom because financially it did not make sense for, like, I couldn't find a job that would, even probably cover daycare at that time. And so I was a stay-at-home mom. And I think a lot of people don't know that we, like, really struggled in the beginning. Um, It was bad. So, like, my husband, thankfully, he was five years older than me, and he had a job. He uh, worked for his parents' construction business, and he still does. But I think a lot of people don't realize, like, we were, while we were married, we were, like, we qualified for free healthcare for our daughter. Okay. Like we made in, in like for an entire year, we made in the thirties, like 30 so thousand dollars. So not a lot. I think we try to live off of like $600 a week. Um, so we were super tight on money and when you're tight on money, the holidays is like, you just dread it. Like it's that much worse. So our first Christmas, um, together, all married with, uh, Lux, our daughter, um, she was three months old. We didn't give gifts to each other or we didn't even get our own kid anything because we couldn't. And we, the money we had, we used it to buy gifts for our parents. And that, so these holiday family gatherings, they are not free, Um, especially like if you're in like a tight financial spot and like you're on a budget, it becomes a huge burden. Like, I don't know any, there's hardly any holiday parties that like don't require some kind of like gift game anymore. Right. Um, and so when we were first married, like these first couple years, it was so stressful. Um, and like the buy-ins for things were like, high. uh, I still think they're high. Um, so like this one family thing would be like, people would draw names out of a hat or something like that. And it was $40 a person like per gift. And so if me and Corey both participated, that'd be 80 bucks, which was our grocery budget for two entire weeks, you know, just to get like, you know, something random from like a family member that you probably only saw once a year. So I remember like at that time I was just, Oh, I was like beside myself, like trying to think like, how are we going to come up with this? Like, we're not even, you know, buying presents for like each other, our own child. And it just, and I had called one of my family members and I had told them, I was like, you know, we just can't afford this. Like we are in a tough spot and this just isn't like, you know, on our high priorities list for like how we're going to spend our money. Like I tried to be super you know, communicating. And I got like hung up on that day and said, I got told, well, then just don't come. And I like just started shaking and crying. And I called my mom and I was like, Mom, what do I do? Like, I don't want all these people to hate me. And it was just like, such a terrible spot to be in to be like, you know, just married, having your own family, and you think you're doing the right thing by like, 
calling and explaining that, you know, I was just trying to have that communication to be open and then people are mad at you. And so that's, that's kind of what I mean sometimes by like, you've got to communicate, you've got to say what you can and you can't do. And then other people might get mad. But like at that time, I wasn't super confident. You know, I was just like a 20 year old mom and I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to be an adult and trying to be responsible. And I wasn't used to adults being mad at me for like honesty, you know, so it was different. And unfortunately, like I remember we kind of sucked it up and like, this is it's so embarrassing, but I'll just say it, you know, cause it's not embarrassing anymore, but so relatable, but it's hilarious. So you remember like those, uh, bath and not bed, uh, what was it? Bed, bath and beyond, you know, how like they have coupons for like $10 off 30 or whatever. So we're like, okay, like, I, I guess we'll try to make all the family happy and we'll participate in this. Like, we'll just try to like do it like within our budget instead of like the $40 a piece. So we had like scooped up all of these Bed Bath & Beyond coupons and like went and bought the gift Bed Bath & Beyond and the tag, I found something for like $19.99 that I thought was like pretty good, but we're like, okay, I know there's only like half the limit, but we're like, we'll take it anyway. Well, I made the mistake. I did not take the tag off, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. So when like the person opened it, it was like this big like orange like clearance sticker that was like $19.99 and it was like so, it was so humiliating. But it was like obviously that I'd only spent like half of the money that I was supposed to on the thing. But like gosh dang, like at the time that's seriously all I could do. So if I could like go back and you know, tell that scared girl that I was like, hey, you know, if you can't do it, just don't do it. And don't be ashamed of that, you know, like, and each year could be different. One year, you might have extra money to, you know, spend on gift games. And maybe the next year you don't. And I think I want to I'm hoping I can be this like, you know, um, older family member at some point when I'm, you know, older, and my kids are grown. Like, I think old, if I have any, you know, older listeners who have kids or have grandkids and all that, try to be understanding of other people's situation, you know, like, and, and, you know, cooperate with people. I think, you know, if some people can't do it or just don't want to do it, like it's, it just kind of shows what kind of person you are. If you're going to be hateful towards that kind of situation, um, And so, yeah, I just think people could really just try to be more compassionate about situations. And we don't know what's going on, you know, in other people's homes, even people who, because like people probably didn't think we were struggling because I've always tried to do like the most with what we had, you know? Um, So no one would like guess like on the outward that, oh man, like they can't participate because like they don't have the extra money, but we truly did it at that time. And so even if people look like they have it all together, like don't judge them if they're saying that it's not in their budget this year. So last year on my Instagram stories, I had kind of talked about this and we had talked about finances around the holidays. And one of my followers gave me a really good tip. She said, um, for them every month of the year, they, well, like, uh, January through October, they save back a hundred dollars and that by November 1st, they've got a thousand bucks and that's what they spend on Christmas gifts. So they'll just, you know, split that up however they need to. So I thought that was a really good, um, tip, especially like if you're on like a fixed income where 
you know, you're not going to be getting some Christmas bonus or, you know, just like extra cash isn't just going to be flying your way. Um, definitely try to save that up throughout the year. That way it's not a burden come holiday shopping season time. Um, and then also you could scale that. So if you need more for Christmas, you can, you know, save 200, 300 a month or whatever you need. Um, so I thought that was a really good tip. Okay, so just moving on to things that you just don't want to do, okay? So how we can respond to things, whether that be a, a holiday party or a work project, you know, asking to do something extra at work or something like that, or just some a social thing, you know, with your friends. Um, so something I'm trying to learn, instead of just giving an automatic yes to things, I'm trying to respond with a, hey, that sounds great. That sounds really fun. Let me think about that and I will get back to you. So there's a way to be polite with it and then also like give yourself time to think because I, as like kind of a used to be people pleaser, um, your first reaction is always kind of to say yes to people, you know, no matter what it would be. Someone could, you know, ask you, hey, do you think you, you know, can, can come cut my grass with some scissors tomorrow? And you're kind of like, yeah, like, I think so. <laughs> you know, like, that's just kind of like our first reaction, no matter what people ask, like, we feel like we need to say yes. And that's just like this weird, like taught behavior. Um, and I think we need to cut that out. We need to, no matter what, even if it's something that you want to do, that you think you can do, and you pretty much know you're gonna say yes to, I still think there needs to be that pause where you're like, let me think about that and I will get back to you. Like, I mean, that's like just kind of like a polite response. And then you get back with that. You always get back with that person. And, you know, sometimes all you, you don't have to make up an excuse. I think making up excuses and lying is probably like the worst way to get out of things. I think it's always important to either be honest about something or to just like say no and just kind of be vague. Because I think, um, like I think I listened to a podcast that was saying this. Um, it was just saying, I'm not going to be able to sorry, or, you know, just like, just, I'm not going to be able to make it. Like, you don't have to say, you know, explain a big story about, well, I'm blah, 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 and la, 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 you know, just say no. And then that person can take it how they want. And you know, the be it's the best feeling. Like, it feels like it's not going to be, but when you turn something down, you actually get this overwhelming sense of peace. And it's wonderful. And then it becomes addicting. So then you're going to want to be saying no to like all these things. And then before you know it, you have free time to do with what you actually want to do. So I think that is just so important. And I'm preaching to myself right now when I'm saying this, because I'm going to have to like take my own advice and turn it back around to myself and like try to, you know, grow a pair and stand up for myself and my family throughout the holiday season on like what we want to do, what we don't want to do and things of that nature. Also know that when you say yes to things, you're also saying no to things. There's always a trade-off. It's not just you're adding things to your plate. You're also taking away from things that may be important to you. So saying yes, like for me saying yes to an extra collaboration is saying no to a night where I can watch the Grinch with my kids on the couch and cook dinner and make cookies. So I, that's just something you need to think about when you are making choices. It's like, I'll say yes to this, but what am I saying no to? 
and also turn it around. So saying no to something is saying yes to something else. And that makes it like so positive because when you're saying no, I'm not going to have time for that this season, then you're saying yes to endless amount of possibilities. You could do something with your husband. You could do something with your kids. You could do just hang out by yourself. You know, you could do absolutely nothing and chill. You know, so it's saying yes to something else. It's freeing up your time for what you really want to be doing. Hopefully you found something in this episode that you can apply to your own life and your own holiday season. And I hope you guys all just have like the most magical, wonderful, somewhat restful uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I will hopefully be back on here soon to chat more about something else.